Welcome back. It's me, Lala. This is episode 68, and I'm joined by my sister in Christ, Kara Mosier. She has her own podcast, actually. She does Let's Be Friends, and you also have the Not-So-Secret Societies with you and your co-host. Eyes on the right, Amy. Awesome. Awesome. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Lala. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be back and as your sister in Christ this time and not yes. some new age channeler who was coming on here to talk about deception and lead people astray. I'm so grateful that God's brought us to be- together for a time like this. Yeah. And it is cr- like I'm cringing when you say that, because for anyone who maybe didn't listen to my show in my deception, I had, like I said, this is episode 68 and most of my episodes are gone uh, pro- because for that reason that I'm either cringing at my explicit language or just the pure deception that was spewing from my lips. And Kara actually came on my show twice, I believe. And she, um, I'll let her tell her a little bit of her testimony, but she used to channel beings and she suffered with a lot of different uh, unclean spirits um, that I, looking back on our lives, just seems like every step was directed by God, even before you knew him, because he he has these books that he wants us to fulfill in his will. And I feel like for me, I had to walk through that deception for as long as I did or else I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing now. And I'm just so excited that you're here because we were so deceived in the new age and now um separately we came to christ and i just want to hear all about how that happened for you it is it's so amazing truly to like our our friendship which is now a sisterhood um and just how god took the scales off our eyes really at a very similar time and it's so cool how like you're saying that god always knew like what would happen and what would happen with us and he brought us together during that time before so that we could come back now and really like talk about the changes that have happened in our lives and how significant it is. And like our testimony to each other is that we, we knew each other then. Like we were like, I, when I first came on your show, as you were saying, like I was working as a psychic channeler, I was working as a medium for a short time, but it was in, it was in 2021. And before that, for decades, I had been doing psychedelics for, for 20 years, um, really heavy psychedelic trips and didn't even realize it, but I was what you would have called a natural psychic, someone who's extra sensitive, the gifts that God gave me that Lucifer and Satan were taking for his works, trying to convince me that, you know, I could, you know, do special things and that I was gifted. And these were all gifts from the devil, because I, I really see now that like once you start learning God's word and, and reading it, like I think it was Deuteronomy where I was like, he's like, you psychic mediums, like you're, you have your astrologers save you when things get bad and all this stuff. And it's just like really condemned me and started showing me like that what I was doing was wrong, but kind of get people like a little bit about my testimony, um, which I did share on my not so secret societies podcast. It's called Jesus Christ saved my life. If anybody wants like the full two hours. And then also I have a memoir coming out next month called here comes trouble, which is like the big story of Kara. But for right now, to give you some, the listeners a baseline in 2020, well, in 2019, 
I um, found out that I had been misdiagnosed bipolar and I had been on really heavy pharmacia, which is magic. There's the word, it's Greek and the Greek it's poison pills, magic for 10 years. Cause I had struggled my whole life with severe depression, anxiety, suicide ideation. Since I was 16, I was very lost. I was very sick. I'd been to rehab. I had done multiple stints um, in treatments. I had done multiple stints on antidepressants. I did, um, like I said, hundreds of psychedelic trips. I did ayahuasca. I did all these things to heal myself and nothing ever worked. And I actually found out that I had been misdiagnosed and I got off the pills. I started getting off in 2019. And then when 2020 hit, um, you know, during the, the pandemic, I was actually very afraid and very lost still, but I was slowly waking up because I was coming out of the fog of being on these pills. And then by the time that uh, the spring hit, I really had completely titrated off my pills and I was getting off my final pill, which was my antidepressant. And I actually tried committing suicide. And that was the only time having suicide ideation since I was 16. And that is where you want to be dead. You don't want to be alive. You're not going to kill yourself, but you just don't want to be here. Um, getting off my antidepressant and the side effect of getting off antidepressants is I'm sure by design to commit, like to be suicidal. And I tried killing myself. And the important thing to share this moment is, is because I didn't die that day. Like I took a knife to my wrist and I pulled it away and I see now that was God. Absolutely. 100% saved me. And, but what I did was I went off that night and I wrote a letter to God and cause I was just like feeling helpless. I was like, I thought I was really lost and sick and I thought I was bipolar. I tried taking these pills. Nothing, nothing got better. Nothing's ever healed me. Then I find out I'm not sick. And then I get off the pills and here I am at my lowest and the world is a mess. I was still asleep to what was going on with COVID. And so I wrote a letter to God and I said, I give my life to you. Like I, dear God. And at that point I need to tell everybody, you know, and I said, dear God, I did believe in something, but I didn't quite know what that was. And honestly, I probably would have thought God was like the sun. You know, I was very, I was lost. I did not. Our consciousness. Our consciousness, our oneness. Exactly. I did not believe in Jesus It's so important for me to say this. And it makes me want to cry when I say that now, because Jesus saved me. Um, but at that time I thought Jesus was a lie. The Bible was tall tales. I had never opened it. I had, I never grew up going to church. I had no foundation in faith. So, but I did believe in something more. And so, and cause of my, you know, all my psychedelic trips, I thought I was with God when I would take those psychedelics because I was seeing the spirit world beings were communicating with me. I was having these insane experiences and I, I didn't quite understand them though. I didn't know I was psychic even then it's crazy, but cause I did these trips alone all, all the time. But that day I gave my life to God. I wrote a letter to God. I said, dear God, I have no reason to live anymore. You can use me as a vessel. You kept me alive today. Um, take my life. There's no success I want. There's nothing for me to achieve anymore in this world. Just you kept me alive. Take my life. But then I took two grams of mushrooms because that's what I did. That's how I thought I got closer to God. And I firmly feel now that psychedelics are literally a key that opens the spirit world. And by your free will, you are now allowing the demonic spirit world to infiltrate you, to trick you, to think that you're healed. You're making deals with the devil, nine truths and a lie. These are the watchers. They've been watching us. That's why psychics are able to get messages from these spirits and these beings. And because I was very sensitive, they took advantage of me. And that night I thought I was reborn. I had this huge experience. These, I took these psychedelics and I literally, like I said, I, what you would have called a seer. I've seen the spirit world. I've seen beyond. And that was part of why 
um, which I'll get to, I was able to understand like what was going on in this world and that this was a spiritual battle because I knew the spirit world was real. I just didn't know it was dangerous because I had no biblical foundation. I didn't know about the fallen angels. Honestly, I probably didn't even believe in Satan at the time. I didn't believe in Jesus. So really, like I was very lost. But that night I had all these beings came to me. I saw them um, through the spirit world and they essentially illuminated me. I was illuminated. I understand what being illuminated means, what being enlightened means. I know this is Lucifer's path. I call mm-hmm. it the Luciferian labyrinth. And after that night, what happened was, is essentially, to make a long story short, I got pushed into the new age because I was desperate to figure out what was going on in this world. I, something had happened to me that night and I started seeing that things weren't right in this world. And I started kind of like questioning what was going on. I'm like, oh my gosh, I think the news isn't right. I think we've been lied to in school. Um, I... I like I I, I just I, I everything in my foundation of life just started crumbling. And I met this new age group mm-hmm. that was hosting moon ceremonies online because everybody was still isolating. It was mid 2020. And I started practicing magic with them, essentially doing these moon ceremonies. And they I told them, like, something's going on with me. I'm starting to wake up like I got off these pills. I had this experience. I was reborn and enlightened. The spirit world basically enlightened me. And they're like, you're ascending. This is the great awakening, Kara. I was like, I'm what? I'm ascending. They're like, yes, you're ascending. That's what's happening to you. And it was like, okay, now I have a name for what's going on with me. I, and so I, yeah. I just want to, I'm sorry, interrupt you really quick because you just saying all that, I feel like I have to say that that right there is an exact representation of how nefarious the new age algorithm is and how, which we'll get into embedded it is into the truther community because you just said that you were waking up to the truth about the world that we live in. Um, And there is an active and consorted effort to push in new age into the algorithm and to catch and to think that like, yes, you're, you're awakening. That's what's happening to you. The veil is lifting and you're ascending. And uh, it's just, it's, sickening because we've seen it now that we're on the other side. I feel bad because I've even myself um, communicate with people who do believe in Jesus that have found themselves in that deception. And sometimes they'll see my content because they already have that foundation of Jesus Christ. And they're like, wait, that's evil because, because they haven't been on that other side. And not only are they merging the new age deception with the truth or community, they're merging it with the Christian faith. Yep. Yep. It's a very, very tricky labyrinth. I call it the Luciferian labyrinth because Satan, Lucifer, it's the same thing. It's two sides of the same coin. It's Hegelian dialect, dark versus um, light. Both of these black versus white magic. Um, The devil's the black magic. He's very obviously bad. And then you've got Lucifer, which is like the new age and enlightenment. It's it's Satan with lipstick on. It's the same thing. They're both leading you to hell. And that right there too, the whole big red devil evil to me and something that God has been revealing to me is that COVID, uh, the whole child sex trafficking, um, the WEF and the New World Order, uh, World Health Organization. That's the big red devil. And then they have the New Age and they have this golden calf known as the truther movement and the politics. 
all of that stuff that people believe they're fighting for righteousness. And that's the false light, even though they come as sir. He comes as an angel of light. So it is no surprise that he would also have servants who come as servants of righteousness. So it's not just that big red devil we're fighting because as they're pointing at the big red devil, they are making Christians put their guard down in order to hold hands with other faiths to fight the big red devil. And they don't even know they're holding hands with Lucifer himself. Yeah, exactly. They, they've got to, everybody's got to coexist to bring the antichrist in. <laughs> <laughs> you're totally right. I, I, amen, girl, everything you're saying, I, I, it's just so amazing that God's revealing very similar thing, the same thing to us. Yeah, I see it. And you, you can't see it. Truly, truly, one cannot see the kingdom of heaven until you are born of the spirit and the flesh. That's John 3, 4, John, uh, Jesus talking to Nicodemus. And this is what's happened to me. Is I, is I, so I got connected with this new age group, I, which was just like the slippery slope. That's what it is. It's, it's breadcrumbs leading you to hell. And um, soon enough, I was hanging out with these people, learning about astrology, human design. I had already like, you know, been doing psychedelics for a long time and I had gotten into tarot like 10 years prior. And I, and I was always really good at reading it, which, cause you know, I, cause I was very sensitive. Now I see, I was taken advantage of by the spirit world. And then by fall 2020, I'm doing ayahuasca with these people because, you know, the new age, it's trauma based mind control. Really? You know, we know about MK Ultra. You got to have trauma, endless trauma to heal the new age. Everybody's endlessly healing trauma that seems to never end. Right. Shadow work and and old old wounds and do ayahuasca. And so I, I go to ayahuasca and I see now because I did not believe in Jesus. I was not filled with the Holy Spirit. What I did when I did ayahuasca, and this is the danger of psychedelics or self-help or, or anytime you don't have Jesus and the Holy Spirit, I became an, I got emptied out doing ayahuasca. They do. This is the thing. The spirit world's very tricky. Yeah. You're going to feel great after doing ketamine. You're going to feel wonderful after doing mushrooms. MDMA was created for, for um, MK Ultra to make victims love their handlers. The spirit world is literally the ot- ultimate Stockholm syndrome. They make you fall in love with them. They think they tell you they're healing you. Well, they emptied me out in ayahuasca. I, and what happened was is the seven, it's like the seven unclean spirits came in because I was you have to you become an empty vessel and the spirit world needs vessels. We are vessels. And if you are empty, like I became after the ayahuasca ceremony, I really see this is so key. And what happened to me, I didn't, wasn't filled with Jesus Christ. I wasn't filled with the Holy spirit. So what happened is bigger demons came inside of me. Bigger demons took strongholds. Like I literally, cause I could see the spirit world. I saw Kali Ma during my ayahuasca ceremony. I opened my eyes in the middle of my ayahuasca ceremony and this giant blue face with the red tongue sticking out and skulls clanking on her neck, literally like see this spirit like in front of me and the Hindu, Hindu God. Cause, and I should mention that Buddha would come to me all the time. I did psychedelics. Ganesh had come to me like 12 years prior. And I'm saying like these beings would appear. I could channel them out of people's eyes. This is awful stuff. I had to rebuke all of this. I do mm-hmm. not consent to any of this stuff. I do not recommend. This is all wrong. We are not supposed to do this. These are the these are demons. It took me a long time to understand this. But I had been doing yoga like 15 years ago. I need to mention this real quick mm-hmm. where I was a devout yogi and I realize now that's why I started seeing these Hindi gods because yoga is yoking you to these Hindi gods is literally what if you ask a Hindu someone who's Hindu they say that they'll, they know that yoga is honoring the Hindi gods but here as an I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because I'm a white sub, I'm a suburban white girl who went to my fancy yoga studio practiced yoga 
because I wanted to get fit, but I didn't realize I was doing occult positions that were honoring different yoga gods. Think of the, the arc of hysteria. It's literally the wheel pose in yoga. Well, you do these yoga poses, you say these mantras, you're honoring Hindi gods, and then you lay in Shavasana at the end of yoga for 15 minutes, which is called corpse pose, as an empty vessel. And this is just like when I did ayahuasca and I got emptied out. You do your yoga, you get, not only do you get emptied out, you're hooking these Hindi gods to you. Then you're laying like an empty vessel, then they come into your body. You're not captive of all your thoughts, as God tells us in the Bible. You're not casting down your high imaginations like Paul tells you what's filling your mind. So I, yeah, that's how the, that's why these Hindi gods were coming to me. And think too, how injected yoga is and pushed in on our society in America. And they do not tell you these things. It's, it came out of nowhere where there was just like yoga was a fad, you know, yep. the Beatles and brought it in. The Beatles I, brought it in George Harrison. Oh, and that ties back to the Tavistock Institute. If anyone, if you like the Beatles, I used to like all of that stuff. And, you oh, know, me too. That, growing up, I had a Beatles shirt. I had a Led Zeppelin shirt. I had all of those bands. And then I find out that it's Tavistock and I completely fell for it. The peace sign is actually a cross yep. bent and broken. And I I love to see your post when you post about this stuff because I was all in your comment section, like uh, trying to help people in there. But we, when you posted about the yoga when I first was uh, born again and I went for the jugular, I was like, OK, seriously, this is all demonic. And you guys like it's seriously demonic. And so <laughs> I, like took topic by topic. And one of them was yoga. Yoga and meditation got really strong reactions. But I was doing that on purpose because I was like, is anyone else telling you guys what is actually happening? Because yeah. I also had a lot of psychedelic experiences and I thought I was so cool. Like I was just cleaning out my daughter's closet and I had all of these old concert posters and they had all this new age symbolism. And I was like, I can't believe I'm housing this in my daughter's closet. Like, <laughs> 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 and and uh, the meditation is the same thing. It's like, it seems so innocent. So people were like, you're so closed minded. Everything is demonic. Like, what are you talking oh, about? Yeah, but <laughs> you are just putting yourself in a spiritual realm that you do not understand. Yeah, yeah. You don't understand that you are literally offering your vessel as yep. a sacrifice to the unclean spirits and welcoming them into your home. That is what you're doing. Yeah. And, and you're giving them legal authority to be there when you do that. Yep, absolutely. And it's it's I love I love that you bring this up because I would have like who I am now I would have triggered old Kara who before I was born again so much but that girl is insane that girl is now indoctrinated by Christianity she don't they so know the Bible now. is like uh being oh, rewritten a bunch of times yeah and... yeah it's just lies it's a whole nother <laughs> script to follow all this stuff and every single one of those people guarantee they haven't read the Bible because when I was calling out the Bible saying it was a game of telephone Jesus mm -hmm. isn't real. I had never opened the Bible. I had never studied the Bible. I never went to church. I had never, ever given it a chance. And once I finally did start studying the Bible, it was like game over for the new age. Well, was I was going to make a comment on you just like calling out the scripture like that. And that's just indicative of the spirit because I too am like fully entrenched. And I was like you, like I would talk crap about the Bible, but I had never read it before. I read like a few chapters in Genesis a bunch of times that I tried. But when and when I was trying to disprove the resurrection, when I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit and I still was like, I don't know about Jesus. I did all this research trying to disprove the resurrection, which didn't happen. But it was reading the Bible that was what lifted the veil off me. So it's a supernatural living book. And 
the way that the wisdom has been uh, written on your heart is indicative of the Holy Spirit living in you because a lot of people like who've been reading or studying the Bible even longer sometimes are impressed by, you know, how how well yeah. I'm doing in that. And I, I see that in you, too. So well, you're you're diving into God's word the same way you dove into the truth or truth or community, you know, the same reason that you woke up to this world and saw what was going on. And, and the same for me, because and once when you're saved, like we were, we were on our way to hell. Yeah, we were. We were practicing magic. We were deceiving people. We were eight. We were new world agents for Lucifer and the <laughs> devil. You know what I'm saying? And when Jesus chills, saves though. you, yeah, me too. And when Jesus saves you, you want to be loud. You mm-hmm. want to you want to proclaim it. You want to study his word. You want to know him. And I, I didn't, I'm sure you went through it, too, where I was just repenting and crying. I mean, let me. Yeah. So here, let me just finish. I still up. do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. But like so basically fall 2021 i do ayahuasca i'm connecting with this new age group i become friends with one of these girls in the group who practices witchcraft and i was like white magic's okay like i'm manifesting stuff with crystals and i have all of a sudden i have like 12 idol statues like ganesh and buddha and apollo and vishnu all these fallen so you angels were aware that it was white magic when you were doing yeah it. and okay. i and just like Harry Potter and Hocus Pocus and mm-hmm. New Age is trying to normalize the white magic. This is a Galian dialect, you guys. Two different options. You think you're taking a choice and making the right one, but they lead to the same path. In this case, hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, I start practicing magic with her and like doing psychedelics and she opens circles when we do psychedelics. So dangerous. I had never done that before. I've actually never opened a circle. I never felt right doing it. I just didn't. I, I don't didn't. even know what that is. And so if it's you could... an element of, yeah, it's, so it's like witchcraft. It's where you call in the different directions. You call in all the spirits. And when you practice, people practice magic, they need a container. And this is why we have the black box. When you watch TV, this is why um, the Tesseract is a thing. And I guess the fourth dimension, time trap, Satan is Saturn, which is Kronos, the Greek God Kronos, which is the God of time metaverse time trap infinity aurora boreos snake eating its tail you could go on and on you start seeing it and it's like oh my god lucifer we figured you out satan your your tricks aren't that good because you're just copycatting god and now i got god on my side and he's showing me all the truth i was ever looking for the only truth is truth and so i start practicing magic i start having even crazier experiences like astral projecting out of my body i start mind melding with spirits because i like I said, I had this ability to see the spirit world. And so I would see spirits come in on psychedelics. They would mind meld with my head. This is a real thing. And they would give me upgrades. I would see hieroglyphics flashing in front of my face. I would see sacred geometry. I saw my, I, I had learned, I don't even understand this fully how, but I was, had learned how to channel spirits through people's eyes. I could pull the spirits out of them. And I saw a gray one time. That's how I knew this was a thing. I started believing in aliens and past lives because the spirit world is programming you when you go on psychedelics. Mm-hmm. If you're hearing this for the first time, folks, the spirit world is programming you when you're on psychedelics. MK Ultra, trauma-based mind control, they were using psychedelics to program people's minds then. The spirit world is what they were using when they use the psychedelics because this is all calls, comes from the fallen angels. I believe it was the fallen angels that taught humanity how to cut roots. Had you ever wonder, how did they know the blend for ayahuasca? Fallen angels. How do they know which psychedelics wouldn't kill you but would make you trip? fallen angels so i just start getting deeper and deeper and deeper in the new age practicing magic and i start getting honestly weirder and weirder and like think i'm a member of the galactic federation i that's probably the weirdest thing because this is this thing that the new age believes that there's this group of aliens that's here to help humanity ascend 
And I start following channelers that are talking about this. I start going to following shamans that are talking about this stuff. I book sessions with these shamans for $1,000. They walk me into another stage of enlightenment. I'm with Buddha. I'm seeing Buddha and... And, and also the star seeds is another yes, one. Which yep, I'm just going to I'm just going to join yeah, you in this cringe. I love it. I I, I believed, you know, cringe. I was. Yeah, a, it's so cringe. <laughs> I know it's so cringe. I believe I was mentally a... un- well, honestly, to believe well, because because think, oh, praise the Lord for. I mean, I talk about John nine where the blind man can see and they're like, how can you see, though? Like, how can you see? And they like refuse to believe it was Jesus. It's like. I don't know, dude, I can just see. And it's Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yes. how I feel. And it's like, I believed I was a starseed. And for those who don't know, starseeds think that in a past life, they chose to come here to help humanity raise their consciousness or or I don't even remember like how I, <laughs> what, I what it was, but I believed it all. And when you said that, it's just like crazy how brainwashed I oh, was. Oh, yeah, me too. Well, because of I was opening myself up so deeply to the spirit world doing psychedelics. Like I literally remember this one time where I was with this girl that, I, you know, who called herself a witch. And I was essentially calling myself a witch kind of, too, at the time. It's it's awful. And what I had because I didn't have the Holy Spirit, I could be possessed and beings would speak through my mouth. And I write about all this stuff in my book. It's hard to explain. But one time I remember sitting on my hammock, we were tripping on mushrooms. And all of a sudden I look at her and I go. You're looking at a member of the uh, Orion Council of the Light in the Flesh. And then all of a sudden I kind of pop back and I look at her. I go, did I just say that? She's like, yeah, you just said that. And you could tell when something speaks through you. Like it's if you be it's possession. Yeah. And that cannot happen to Christians. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. You can be oppressed, but you can't be possessed. Well, I was not a Christian at that time. I didn't believe in Jesus. This is important for me to say. I did not have the Holy Spirit. I had the Antichrist spirit in me. Um, And so but the, these beings were convincing me that I was a member of this collective federation. Oh, you're an actuarian or you're an uh, whatever. Like you, mm-hmm. you're connected to this star system. Well, now I look at the stars and I'm like, wait, I think these might be the fallen angels and these quote unquote planets. Well, they're all connected to Greek gods. I don't, I zoom in with my camera. I'm a professional photographer. And I'm like, these look like stars to me, these planets. They look like balls of energy. Well, I, and you know, look at astrology, how they worship the stars and worshiping the fallen angels and, coming as a star seed thinking you're star dust uh mm-hmm. you're the dust of a fallen angel and i think that these past lives are actually the fallen angels ex- other experiences and other vessels that they're dropping into your mind because they're strong holding inside of you because any christ follower knows we have one life you have one opportunity here to find salvation for john 10 9 to walk through the door to jesus christ to find pasture and to go to the kingdom and that's why satan wants us to think we have past lives so we can have another try at this mm-hmm. um yeah, so, and even even the whole idea of the pseudoscience that they have melded with those ideologies like Albert Einstein's and his metaphysics and the quantum mechanics. I used to, let's see if I remember, but the E equals MC squared is energy equals mass times the speed of light squared. And so I was like, well, if we were just traveling really fast, that just means that we're energy, which means it cannot be created or destroyed. This is what Albert Einstein said, who was a Kabbalist and he would inject his Jewish mysticism into the pseudoscience and into the quantum physics. And that was really the foundation of how they made new age with Eastern religion ideologies, which are demons and uh, the pseudoscience. And then they created the new age with all of this alien nonsense, which are demons. (laughs) Yeah, they are (laughs) demons. And, you know, I heard that Einstein was even a smart guy. 
that like you couldn't even debate him in person. He'd walk away because he couldn't um, back up anything he said because he was actually a total puppet, just like Shakespeare. I believe Shakespeare, Francis Bacon wrote all that. And then you got to see Einstein sticking his tongue out. You know that famous picture? Mm-hmm. Mocking God. Why? Who puts their tongue out? That's mocking God. And he, um, he uh, was, and I never heard that. I never really, what I did hear about him is as a child is I know that he couldn't speak or read until like later on in life. And then they used it as a be like, wow, look how amazing and how smart he is. But I wonder if he was just bit like actually not that smart. And they used him, like you said, as a puppet to inject that because that was something too, that was like just so mind blowing how like what you said, the Luciferian labyrinth could not be more accurate because the layers of deception and how dimensional it is and how far back it goes. And once you're done um, with your testimony, I do want to talk about some of like the, the, uh, what I call them is the usual suspects every time. Yeah. You train. Oh yeah. The major, the major players. We, I'd love to, I'd be honored okay. to call them out. Yeah. <laughs> so, go um, ahead. so yeah. And so, so it's like winter 2021. Now I'm buying these thousand dollar sessions with shamans. I'm obsessed. You get obsessed in the new age, buying th- hundreds of dollars of crystals and there's a, ever searching and never finding the truth. And so by spring 2021, I start realizing, oh my gosh, I need to work as a psychic channeler because I'm psychic and I can read past lives and I can see the spirit world. And these beings, they talk to me. I'd had voices in my head. They'd come talk to me. Like I'd gotten, because of all these mind melds that I'd done on psychedelics and I was getting activated by the spirit world. Lucifer was shining me up to be his new toy because I was bringing demons in. I was mm-hmm. portaling them in. That's what I, and I, so I start working as a channeler. I was making $120 an hour. And people were thrilled at the information I brought through. I was very good at it. And, uh, you know, I've repented for this fully and I feel horrible about it. And like, it's, it's wrong, but I only, I only did it for a short amount of time. Thank God. Um, and you know, I was deceived by channelers. I, I was seeing a channeler and she was a huge part in my deception and I'm not angry at her. I'm not asking for a refund. I used, it was my choice to go to her. She fulfilled a service and she did her thing and she's deceived and I pray for her now. And, but what happened was, is I was doing a channeling session for somebody in May, 2021. And lo and behold, Jesus shows up in a channeling session and my psychic plane. And I'm like, Oh God, (laughs) it was my response in my head. I was like, Oh God. I was like, I gotta, I gotta tell my client that Jesus is here. Cause I didn't believe in him. I was like, this must be the ascended master Jesus, you know, like, (laughs) I know it's so funny, isn't it? And so I'm like, so like, I'm like, I'm like, what do you want, Jesus? You know, because I asked these spirits, and he's like, you need to tell your friend, you know, this he's a message for. And so I give her the message, and like, I see this light coming in. It was kind of crazy. It was kind of like a really supernatural experience. And what happened was, was it that, more glorious than other beings? And do you believe that it was Jesus Christ of Nazareth and not? and like ascended master i do not believe it was jesus christ of nazareth nazareth i believe this was god um shaking me up and getting my attention because he met me where i was at and he gave me this vision of jesus to get my attention and it worked good job god like i would never claim (laughs) that that was actually jesus i do not believe jesus um comes through i mean maybe it was a a spirit trying to show me as a new age jesus and that is a huge deception in the Luciferian labyrinth is this new age Christ consciousness. Like, oh, mm-hmm. makes me want to vomit just saying that. Mm-hmm. But what happened was 
I got con- something happened after that. I, I I suddenly learned about Dorian Virtue, and I learned she's a you know she was a psychic channeler who had an experience where she was convicted and turned away from everything, and she's calling out Buddha, and I idolized Buddha like I would more than he's a spirit that came to me more than anything like Buddha would appear to me on psychedelics and just start talking to me and I could ask him questions you know and I'm saying this is I can't guarantee that was Buddha it was a spirit saying it was Buddha telling me Buddha things like showing me how the spirit world worked and all this stuff but I idolized him and but what happened after I saw Jesus it was kind of like the way my psychic plane had gotten developed was it was almost like I would kind of see spirits sometimes just like around me like during the day and I'm in my office and essentially this vision of Jesus just keeps hanging around. And I'm just like, get out of here. Like, I, I don't believe in you. I don't want you around. And it's horrible. But what happened? Like you're very, you're irritating my antichrist spirit. So yeah, I really yeah, appreciate exactly you girl <laughs> checkmate. And so, but what happened was, is all of a sudden, like I learned about Doreen and stuff starts coming into my algorithm. Like God has control. He's got, he's the alpha and the omega all of a sudden, and from within, this is the biggest thing that happened. This is the supernatural biggest thing. I start being con- just dropping to my knees, crying, realizing that Jesus was real. I can't even explain how this happened, but I just would start crying and be like, oh my God, Kara, Jesus was real. Like, oh my gosh. Like, no, I didn't think that that was Jesus who was with me. It was a, this vision coming through the psychic plane, but I just, it just started overwhelming me that that was God in the flesh and that he was sacrificed for us and that that he was real and that I was wrong and everything I was doing in the new age. And I instant girl, I had to stop. It was like a couple of weeks later, I, I stopped channeling or something like that. Like it's, and I just, I, I couldn't do it anymore because I was like, this is wrong. Something was changing in me supernaturally. And I, I, I'm telling you, like it was, God was like, you prayed a couple of years ago, give your life to me. I needed you to fall in Luciferian labyrinth mm-hmm. so that you could get deceived. So you could like Paul use what you saw and help people find their way out. And what happened was this was summer 2021 and I, I stopped channeling in June and all of a sudden I'm lost again. Cause when I woke up in 2020, I got really lost and I found that new age group and I was trying to find the truth that way. Now all of a sudden I realized I can't charge my crystals under the moon. I can't do moon ceremonies. I can't channel anymore. Everything I, it was all of a sudden I lost the foundation under me. I couldn't hang out with my new age friends. Like something was going on. I, I never believed in demons before that. And all of a sudden I believe in demons. And all of a sudden I'm like, Oh my gosh, I was channeling these. This was the demonic spirit world. Like this was the, I just, I, I it, it's crazy. This is why I wrote a book about this. Cause it's yeah. so like, Pah. and your story is incredible. And there's no doubt that he walked you through those things. So you could, it, there's like this testimony of this ex Satanist who kind of tells things of the spiritual world. And it's like, he, you almost have to walk through that so you can tell because I was telling my friend a lot of people that I've seen come out of the new age in the last year and not one of them is a lukewarm Christian so you know it's it's kind of like I'm I feel blessed that I did not grow up going to church I went to church a little bit but I am so on fire for Jesus Christ that And I I pray all the time, like that the rawness will never fade of his gift because that feeling that you felt crying and being convicted, but, and I don't know if you felt like this, I'm pretty sure you did because it sounds to me like you had a Holy Spirit encounter. And when I had my first Holy Spirit encounter where I was just like bawling, I felt convicted and I felt so 
loved. I felt naked. Like all of my sins were just there. And I was, and same as you, like, what am I doing? I don't know why I feel like convicted of all of these things I did. I don't normally care, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, I felt like I had a warm blanket, just like enveloping me in that conviction. Absolutely. No, it's, it was like, um, at the same time that I was realizing, because my story is unique in the fact that I didn't believe Jesus had ever lived. I literally called him a fictional character. And I, that was the biggest thing is I realized this was not only did he live, this was God in the flesh. God sent himself in the flesh and for us and for our salvation. And at that time, I was like, oh, my God, I've been living a life of sin. I have been a horrific, horrible sinner. And I like started feeling great remorse for all the things I had done wrong for the 38 at that point, 38 years of my life. And I should mention that in May, 2020, when this kind of out, when the vision of Jesus came to me, my co-host of the not so secret societies um, eyes on the right, you might know her online is that her name's Amy. Um, she came on my let's be friends podcast and a friend recommended you need to have her on. She calls out Hollywood. And I was all that, you know, and I still am, but not as much. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I, we, we were talking, we podcast and, she tells me now that she looks back and she um, was like, oh, my gosh, Kara's so new age because she's a Christian. She's a lifelong Christian. She leaves a Bible study twice a week. She's very convicted by the Holy Spirit. She's um, uh, uh, but she came on my podcast because she felt God calling her to do it. She invited me to her Bible study. And that was May 2021. And I was like, all right, thanks. Not going right. <laughs> well, she comes back. I had to have this summer where I'm like, oh, my gosh, like the Holy Spirit's overcoming me. I'm. Jesus is real. This is what's going on. Like I have this whole, it's a real thing. It's like a, you start the birthing pains being reborn. She comes back on my podcast, August, uh, 2021 again, invites me to Bible study. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, you know, like this thing's happening to me, but I still wasn't, I didn't know how to talk about it. Cause it was like, I was new age. Like I, I wasn't really, I was kind of like quiet more online. I sort of took a step back. I didn't even know how to, but I wasn't ready to come out and be like, I'm a Jesus lover. I was going (laughs) through it and I didn't know where it was going to end up, but I knew inside me that I would always share my testimony, but I knew it wasn't time. Well, then she goes back on my podcast um, in like, it was either October or November. And she's like, come to the Bible study. And so, you know what? December 5th, I remember the day I went 2021. I went to my first Bible study. And I started reading the Bible and now I'm going to, I'm going to cry. Like I'm feeling it overcome me. And there is something very powerful to God's word. There's something very powerful to opening up that book and reading it. And he, it's our gift. It's the gift to all of us. He, he gave that to us for now. And I started studying his word and I joined the Bible study and, and my whole life started changing. Um, I used to make fun of Christians. Me too. I used to make fun of the Bible. I said it was tall tales. I have a degree in literary interpretation and never once did I open the Bible. I made fun of the Bible. I'd never opened it. I said, Jesus didn't live and he's my creator and he's the one who saved me from an eternity in hell. And when I started reading the Bible and studying the Bible, um, I became a Christian and it's the last place I ever thought I would be in my entire life. I had a whole identity as this psychedelic warrior this bad girl, this um, sinner. I was a mu- I'm a musician. You know, I was on the scene here where I live in Austin. I I was a real cool girl, and, and I did what I wanted, and I didn't need God, and and I was psychic, and I saw things other people didn't, and they didn't understand, and I'd been illuminated. I let it all go. 
And what happened is I go to this Bible, I'm in the Bible study. I start just being overwhelmed. I'm in the process of being reborn. And then Amy and I decided to start a podcast together in the Not So Secret Societies in the winter 2022. And then she had people starting to come at her and be like, um, are you podcasting with this girl, Kara, who's like a new ager? Because I was still smoking pot. I, should, I haven't even mentioned that. I had addiction, an addiction to pot. I smoked pot every day for two decades and I saw nothing wrong with it, but I was still mentally unstable, had anxiety problems. I was off the pills, three years off the pills, but I still had mental issues. And because I see now I was filled with demonic strongholds because with my free will, I had allowed, I made deals with the devil for upgrades and by playing around in his world and these demons like in yoga that I'd yoked in me, they were still in me. I, I, it's a process to be delivered. And so I'm doing this podcast with Amy and people are like, cause I probably was still using new age language and still had some new age stuff in my profile. And I was smoking pot, you know, reading the Bible on Saturdays, sometimes online, you know, I'm doing, I, 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 you know, and Amy had this confrontation with me in the end of March, 2022. And she was like, sister, um, we need to have a hard talk. And I was like, okay, sure. She's like, I can't continue doing this podcast if you're not going to be like 100% for God. If you're still like, I wasn't doing psychedelics anymore. I'd given them up probably like six months prior um, when I, you know, when I had that encounter um, about May, uh, I think I did them once like beyond that, but I just was like, this is the spirit world, but I was still smoking pot and I was still not right. And things weren't, I wasn't hot for God. I was lukewarm kind of, even though I was being reborn and it was really convicting me. And she's like, you need to, you know, really think about your smoking pot. I think it's opening you up to the spirit world, Kara, because, you know, I'm so sensitive. And also I was still, I had this Buddha statue. I hadn't thrown away my Buddha. She's like, God doesn't want you to put anybody before him. It's first commandment. You shall worship no one else, but God, we shouldn't idol worship. And so after that conversation, it was like, I just bawled and cried and listened to her. And I, and I really, cause I, She'd be like a big sister to me. Like we kind of joked that she was my Paul and I was her Timothy. You know, I'm learning God's word. I'm learning. I was brand new. Why that day I quit smoking pot. That day I threw my three foot Buddha statue in the trash and God delivered me from my addiction to weed because I was smoking like a quarter of weed a day. I must be honest. Like I was a pothead. I was stoned all the time and I saw nothing wrong with it but I was still not mentally well and and I didn't ever plan on quitting and in that instance I quit and I haven't smoked since and I just like I can't even believe it because that you know I just I I didn't even realize I had a problem like I didn't even realize I had an addiction and I did and you can't see it sometimes so you come out of it but once I quit smoking weed it was like I saw now, like I could really look back, but this is how God delivers you. You know, my nervous system's rebalanced. I know I'm crying right now because this is so profound. You know, I'm allowing mm-hmm. these feelings to come through. But I finally realized I was like, I was opening myself up to the spirit world still when I was smoking pot all the time. You guys, this is, it's so deceiving. It's a hallucinogen and it's practicing magic. When you think about it, you're lighting up an element, there's fire. Um, there's air, there's all these elements of magic. And what happened when I, and this is my story, I'm not telling anybody else how to live their life, but when I quit the weed, I finally found the peace, the emotional peace I had been searching for my whole life. And slowly God was delivering me. And also I need to mention, I was doing a deliverance, self-deliverance with the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ, where I was going through and looking at every way I had sinned my whole life, every way. 
everything I had done 39 years of sinning. I had to look at my life and talk to God and I would cry like this. Mm -hmm. And I would, I would tell God I was sorry. And I truly meant it because I had been essentially like slapping God in his face the whole Mm -hmm. time and like doing everything that he asked us not to do because he loves and cares about us. And so slowly, like I was, you know, I was, um, I was confessing my sins of practicing magic, of doing psychedelics, of blasphemizing Jesus, of, um, you know, I'd been in a 10 year relationship, like living with my boyfriend and this, you know, I'm still being delivered. I'm still working through this stuff. Like, but it's been a process and but the big huge huge thing that god did for me was the quitting weed and after that it's been no turning back like i just you know i i i'm a christian i'm proud about it i jesus saved my life because i had i need to mention this i had this suicide ideation since i was 16 and when i realized like looking back they started because i started heavily drinking in high school and then i started doing heavy psychedelics and didn't stop and i was smoking weed since i was like 19 years old I was opening myself through toxic substance. And then the 10 years on pharmacia I did. These are the things I had to be delivered from. I had to repent to God for, for going and taking these pills for my mental health. That's magic. Like I literally, like I didn't go to God. I idolized weed. I would have anxiety problems. I'd smoke pot. I was idol worshiping pot. I had anxiety issues or depression. So I took pharmacia. I didn't go to God. That's mm-hmm. idol worship. Yep. And put it. So I had to repent for all of that. Um, but Oh, I just lost my train of thought. Yeah. So it's, it's been a process. It's been a, but, and I'm still, you know, I'm really kind of coming out of it. Finally think it's well, an I, ongoing process every day. I right? wanted to ask you because you and I, not only did we kind of get saved in the, around the same time. I mean, I was baptized a year ago uh, in October and um, I started my journey in August and I hadn't prayed in like 15 years and my prayer was God use me for your will because I saw the spiritual warfare and I and when I started to see all of the people who could not see what was going on with COVID there was the first time and I, I it had to be put there by him because I had never even thought about God's grace or what that meant but when he put that in my mind I realized that it was God's grace that I could see what was going on and I realized it was spiritual warfare being launched on these people and so at that moment and I realized how bad it really was I turned to God even though I was doing all of these things um election integrity and all kinds of stuff in the in the physical realm which we'll get to but I could see that I needed God's help in what I was doing and so I just said to God use me for your will And I laugh now about that because that's a pretty heavy prayer, especially if you don't (laughs) know what you're signing up for. Yeah. Right. And, uh, he, he didn't take long to answer. He's like, use me for your, well, okay. I I need more people to pray like this, you know? And he, he answered me almost immediately. And, um, I, after that, after what, after my experience of coming to know Jesus and knowing that he is real i was a baby christian and i was put into situations where um i felt like i had to defend myself um and shortly after i was saved flynn general flynn prayed uh, i don't know if you know what i'm talking about but the new age prayer that he prayed yeah with the seven rays yes and so (laughs) when i started to expose that um, 
I had been attacked a lot uh, by all kinds of people, people I never talked to in my life, people I did talk to. I take accountability for some of the people that I attacked my person personally from that either whether they deserved it or not or whatever. It's like I'm so disgusted with my behavior when I partake when I partook in that last year. But through that, I was called all kinds of things like fake Christian. Um, I was called a witch. I was called like my baptism was fake, uh, that it was all like an act and all kinds of stuff like that. And I know that you had to walk through some of that too. Um, So I just want to say, since I'm talking about that is I have repented too for the way that I treated people. And I am deeply disgusted and apologetic about um, some of the behavior that I partook in during all of that time. I was getting attacked heavily, but God taught me that we don't ha- we don't need to retaliate against these things. In fact, in the middle of insults and attacks and persecution, what did the Lord do? He was led like a sheep to slaughter and he didn't say a word. And when you show God's love in the middle of situations like that, I always say it's easy to be a Christian when everyone's being nice and everyone's being kind. But when people are insulting you and attacking you unwarranted or warranted, the best thing you can do in that moment is act like Jesus did. Amen. Absolutely. So Um, I wanted to just hear a little bit about some of that experience that you walked through, because I know that you had um, been called similar things when you were first freshly born again, which is so, I cannot even describe how evil um, that is for Christians to do that to a brand new baby Christian, but. No. And it's when you come out of the new age and the occult, Satan's furious because he's losing you. He had you on his side and now you're switching teams and he's going to send his minions out after you. People who have strongholds in you. And, and also not only did people come at me online, I was still dealing with, um, I I did some horrible things on these psychedelics when I was a sinner practicing magic. I did awful things. I was essentially bringing demonic spirits in this world when I was doing these psychedelic trips and I was dealing with voices in my head now that used to give me information and be my friends telling me to kill myself. And I experienced in winter 2021, as I was first coming out, I was coming out as a Christian and I hadn't quit the weed yet. I hadn't given up the Buddha. I didn't give up a lot of those big strongholds. I was having the worst suicide ideation I'd ever had in my life. Horrible thing. I don't even want to go into what I went was going through internally that Jesus delivered me from. So when I say Jesus Christ saved my life, he saved my life because I was literally up against these voices telling me to kill myself. And then, so after that, I kind of went through that by the spring, that was when it was like, okay, the spirit world couldn't mess with me as much anymore because I was being delivered from that by Jesus through God, through this refinement and this second birth. Then Satan sent his minions online at me and people start saying that my testimony was false. This is a new age lie. She's a, she's, um, she's controlled up. Um, this is a fake. She's a false. Um, she's false. Like they were like saying, um, Jesus doesn't come to you in visions. And I'm like, okay, you guys say whatever you want. Look at my fruit. Look at what happened to me. I walked 
away from it all. I left everything in my old life behind. And I allowed like that was the that was the hardest thing I've ever done was letting my whole identity go and then coming out verbally and saying it was wrong. And these people are trying to say my testimony is false. These and and, and at first I, I you know I I wasn't as much of a fighter as I know you are, and that's what I love about I love that part of you. And I know God's gonna he's was refining that with you and allowing you to go through that. Um, but I had to learn too to stay silent, and let the Lord fight my battles. I mean, I've sent I people have said. They make posts about me. They take my videos, my reels, and they post them on their page. And they say, look, she's casting spells still. She's actually doing witchcraft on you. And uh, she's a fake Christian. And look, I threw her name in Dermatria. And she's got a 33 in her name. And um, she's a transvestite because she's wearing pink and blue. Or her colors on her podcast are black and pink. That means sacrifice. It's unreal the amount of crap that people will say. and it's But it's horrific. And I have to like one thing that always that got me through. I love Paul. I love Paul's word in the Bible. And, in, and it's Ephesians I think 6, 12. It's not the flesh we're fighting. It's the darkness and the principalities. And so I had to st- I started praying for my enemies. I started praying for these people. I would go to my piano. I'm a musician. And I would just I know God loves music. I would just start singing. But God, fill this person up with the Holy Spirit. Like they need your love more than anyone. And and I just I, I knew at first, like last spring, when these attacks first happened, they were heartbreaking to me. And I'd be like, I'm leaving online. I'm not going to put my book out. Like, I can't do this. I just, I just want to go into a hole and disappear. This is hard enough. And slowly though, like, it's like, I know God only gives us, we can handle. And it's like, you know, when you pray for something, like you pray for strength, you prayed, you know, for God's grace to him to use you. Well, you don't just get it. He's going to create a life situation so that you can, it can happen to you. He can refine you and sculpt you to be able to do that. And so, you know, six months has gone by or something, eight months since the attacks were really happening online. And, you know, I had some happen a couple days ago. Like these girls, it's hilarious to me. I, I, I pray for them though, but they're like people that I channeled for a year and a half ago, suddenly making story threads about me saying Kara Mosher's a scammer and she was channeling demons. And I had a session with her and she owes me a refund. And I'm just like praying for these people because you know, I service rendered, like I did this channeling service for you. You signed up for it. And just because I now don't choose to work as a medium anymore, because I think this is wrong. I don't participate in that. Um, I don't owe anybody anything. What I owe is God, everything. It matters to me what God thinks about me. I, he's the only person I'm here to please is God. I'm not here to please people online. And I know, especially like these are Satan's minions. He's going to like, you know, the people that get upset about certain things, like when I talked about yoga and I I, I posted this video about yoga recently and it's gotten like 15,000 views and I was going to delete it right away. But I was like, no, this is people are listening to this video and they're going, oh, I didn't realize this. Well, some people are like, um, you know, there's some people that get really triggered by it. And I always go look at their profiles and I'm like, oh, that's a yoga teacher. Like mm-hmm. they're not ready to hear this because they are triggered because they have the strongholds in them that I'm literally talking about. Mm-hmm. So I pray for that person and I actually have compassion for them because I know that they're under oppression and cause I've been there and I was triggered by things before too. And it was because I had those strongholds in me. It was also Christians attacking um you I saw this one in particular but me too I had a lot of people betray me who uh you know I'm not doubting their faith or anything like that but it hurt me it cut me deeper when it was coming from believers um 
And I don't, I don't know why it happened, but I would cry and cry. But I, the only thing that got me through was thinking of all the people who backstabbed Jesus Christ and how many times he was betrayed. And it's just, I'm so thankful for those situations because you said that God won't give you more than you can handle. Well, sometimes I think he gives us more that way. We need him that way where we come to him and we say, God, I need you. I I can't handle this, you know? And I wanted to read this scripture because when you were talking, it just made me think about, um, this is for in first Timothy chapter one. And it talks about how Christ Jesus came to save sinners. And so being attacked as a baby Christian and them using your past against you, that's what Satan does. Um, That's not, that's not what, that's not what Jesus does. And that's not what believers should do to baby Christians. In first Timothy chapter one, starting with verse 12, it says, I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus, our Lord, because he judged me faithful, appointing me to his service. Though formerly I was a blasphemer, persecutor, an insolent opponent, but I received mercy because I had acted ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. But I received mercy for this reason that in me as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life to the king of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. I love Paul's words. Oh my God. He is just like my favorite. That was one of the, the Timothy's were one of the first things um, I studied. Um, and yeah, it's, it's so interesting how it is. It was Christians really some, and I want to, we'll, we'll get it. Okay. So yeah, like these Christians were coming out and dig, I don't know what had it out for me. There's a couple of people that really had it out for me. And some of these people actually tried being my friend and talking to me, like sharing phone numbers. And one girl even lived in Austin, lives in Austin and was going to cut my hair and ended up uh, texting me at the last minute being like, you can't come. You're, you're Lucifer. Your Jesus is Lucifer's Jesus. And da, 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 And she would, they were digging up interviews and stuff from like a year and a half prior and digging up old things. I said, literally like pulling up pictures from 2020 that I still had on my profile where there's like a mush, like a jar in the background with a one eye on it. Look, she's Illuminati and going into my music page and, and like, cause I'm a musician and going to pictures that were 15 years old where I had like a triangle with a one eye. I didn't know what that meant at the time. I just put this picture up. Cause it was like a, I saw it, I thought it looked cool, but mm-hmm. these people dug <laughs> up all these things from my past from before I was reborn. And I was in the, and when you're reborn too, it doesn't happen like boom, all of a sudden yeah. you're perfect. It takes time. We have to have grace for new believers because otherwise that's the kind of thing that chases people away. Like I remember being like to my friends, like who are Christians, thank God I had, God will bring you the right people too, to he get will. you through it first. He'll remove and, the right. Yeah. The, and, yeah. It, it, the vipers, mm-hmm. the, 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 the wolves in sheep's clothing. Well, I was like, if this is Christianity, these Christians that are calling me out online, they're like pulling up the stuff. I don't want to be a Christian. And they, my, they were like, Kara, 
they are not acting like Christians. And I'll tell you what, girl, I looked into some of these people because I am like that. And I had my mind blown. There are these people, these keyboard warriors who don't show their faces online that were calling me out. There was one in particular, and I'm not going to say their names right now because I still mm-hmm. think it's necessary. I looked them up. These people have had this girl a tattoo of Mother Mary on her arm with a skull face with pentacles surrounding it, skull rings, looked up her Etsy. She's selling Ouija boards online. She's her art is like baby's heads. Like she's an artist and her art was like these baby heads like cut up and stuff. I was like, this girl's like a witch. Like <gasps> projection. <laughs> but I'm just like literally like you guys, everybody be so careful who you're following online. Be careful trusting these people because Satan's sending his minions out. And he's using people. Sometimes they might think they're Christian, but I, I you can't practice divination and, and, and call yourself a Christian. You can't, uh, what is it? You can't, don't go judging the speck in someone else's eye if you haven't looked in the rod in your own. Mm-hmm. And so I just like, you, I, I, I can't even like things like that changed about me without, it's not like, and first of all, I want to put a disclaimer because I feel like people always think Christians are judgmental and a lot are, and that's why they get that bad rep. But all of this to say that we're not judging anyone who partakes in these things because we used to partake in these things. We're talking about it from experience. And I would never judge anyone who even someone who was deceived because scripture says to judge inside the body, to keep it pure and to leave the judging to the outsiders, to God, because we're called to love our neighbor. And so it doesn't matter if the person is a Democrat and voted for Biden. Doesn't matter if the person believes in all of this stuff and practices yoga. Doesn't matter if they're transgender. How much more powerful are you to show God's love to someone that all they know is hate from Christians? And so that's another lesson that he's really been um, putting on my heart because a lot of this political stuff is so antichrist truly and um i don't know i i can't even like the halloween stuff i used to be my favorite holiday i even like things with like my clothes like you got rid of your buddha i got rid of everything i had a couple crystals that i bought without intentions and i kind of kept those i was like i just bought those because they're pretty everything God's creation all of my books all of my, I had a Buddha artwork. I had um, all kinds of stuff. Uh, the shirts that I owned from like concerts that I went to, as I go through, I just get rid of them. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't want to remember that old life. It's not me. I don't care about the drugs I used to do, the drinking I used to do. I What I want to wear is stuff that's plain, stuff that's bright, stuff that is doesn't have any like peace signs. Nope. <laughs> I want stuff that like is just like something that I should wear being the temple of the living God, something that would not offend him. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I I instantly like I think it was like spring, summer 2021 when I was just like convicted all of a sudden of all this like new age crap that I've been doing. I threw out, I got, Buddha was final one to go. That was the hardest, but I got rid of those. I had a big shelf in my office with like those 12 statues of those different gods. I moved the shelf out of my room. I boxed up all the statues. I thought if I need them, I can pull them back out. Never pulled them back out. The box went in the trash eventually. Got rid of all the books I had in my office. And literally to this day still, I have Bibles. That's it. In my office, that's it. I have Bibles because that's what I'm studying right now. That's what I'm reading right now. I've got a couple different versions. 
KJV, ESV. Honestly, I read all of, I I look at all of them. I'm not one mm-hmm. of these people that's obsessed with translations. Yeah. Um, well, but- the, the that to me going on the other side is what I've encountered as Christian is religious spirits. And those are the people who don't understand what it's like to be a baby Christian and are judging you on your past yeah. and are judging you if you're reading something other than the KJV. Oh, well, they're obsessed. Yeah. Listen, I have the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit doesn't convict me when I open up my other version of the Bible and I have the Geneva Bible, which precedes it. And I have the interlinear Bible, which I do word studies on. And I've been told, don't do that. I've been told I should leave my church because of the 501c3 or whatever. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I do the youth ministry there and like, Oh, I, that's awesome. I, I'm not going to leave because of a tax status. Like you sound like yeah. you're fearful of something. <laughs> and I was like, if God tells me to leave my church, I will, but yeah. I'm not going to leave. And I am the church and you're being very contradictory with you saying that uh, the church is corrupted because of a tax status. Yeah. But in the same breath, you're saying we are the church. So aren't I the church if I'm going anywhere? Like if I go to jail to do jail ministry, aren't I still the church or do I become a delinquent at that point? Like the religious spirit is one of the worst. Yes. And Romans 323, for we all fall short of the glory of God. We're, we were we bore, we were born into a sinful world. We inherited it from Adam and Eve. And the church is filled with us, all of us. And we're all sinners. So the church is not perfect. We are not perfect, but God is. And mm-hmm. Jesus Christ was the only sinful person, God in the flesh. And so, yeah, like people have said certain things to me, like you shouldn't that church be careful about this church or that. And so I avoided going to church for a long time. I just finally started going and attending a church in town and I loved it. I had, a, I, I felt the Holy spirit there. And I was like, I need this community. I need this aspect. I still, mm-hmm. though I feel I've had the Holy spirit rebirth. I have not had a water baptism in front of people. And that's important to me. And I've been praying about that. And so that's part of like what I want, I, you know, I probably could get that at a church. Like there's something very important about the community and people that tell you, oh, don't read that version of the Bible because it's corrupted. It's not it's perfect. This one's better or that church is wrong or they've got the tax code. That sounds like Satan using yeah. tactics to try to keep you away from God, because my God wouldn't allow man to mess with his word. My God is going to be where two or more of you are gathered together mm-hmm. and he, God is with me. Like you said, the Holy spirit, when we read the Bible, he's gonna. It's, it's a living book. Like it, it's not, it, it's so much more than just the addition you're reading or this is taken out or that or that. And, and I think about, I think it's John eight, one, um, stony of the woman where those Pharisees are like, Jesus, I think this is Jesus, Jesus come look at this adulterer. We want to stone her or something like that. And Jesus is like, puts the stones in front of him. And he's like, okay, go ahead. Whoever wants to cast the first stone, you, you need to be like essentially sin free. And he walks away. And then later the woman comes to him and he's like, did they not stone you? And she said, none of them did because (laughs) we all are sinners. Like this is not a perfect world. Um, and and, yeah, but but God doesn't live in a box. We, the, the Holy spirit will trans this. We have the spirit of truth living inside of us. And it tells us that it will bring you the truth of all things it doesn't say only if you read a specific version or yeah. just don't, you know, it's like the, the, uh, the, by the church thing irks me because I've heard a lot of people say that. And in my studies, I have seen that there is a consorted effort in, in there. First of all, the whole church cabal is 
astonishing. And I'm going to do an episode on that one day because it's so bad and all the false teachers and all that. But oh, there, yeah, there yeah. are teachers out there who try to push that doubt in churches because and I studied like their associations and I'm like, OK, well, of course, he's saying that. And where how many seeds did he plant? How many other minions of his said that like yep. ask the Holy Spirit to lead you? And if it doesn't want you to be in a church, good. That's what God wants for you. But yeah. stop telling other people what God wants for them. Because yeah. we should be seeking the Holy Spirit, seeking Jesus, and seeking God for our answers for everything. Yeah, that's it. Ex- exactly, exactly. And I think as a like a, somebody like me who had no um, biblical foundation, I didn't grow, to, grow up going to church. God was never talked about. Um, I did feel very convicted by the Holy Spirit to just study my Bible and be with God and suffer that. And, and honestly, it's like I said, before I even got to the Bible, it was just kind of like me and God filling me with the Holy Spirit and convicting me from kind of within. And then I started going to this Bible study and I really trusted that because it was Amy leads it, my co-host. And, um, it was twice a week and I just kept going and, and I was like, this is where I, where I was at. And that's how I was studying the word. And, but I spent a lot of time studying it on my own, studying scripture on my own. And I think that's what's missing with you. Know, there's a churches, there is issues in the churches, like yeah. revelation, what it's six and seven letters. I mean, I think even the Philip Philippians church had some issues, but there was issues in the church. There's always yeah. been issues in the church, even, and, and I, I'm not going to get started on Catholicism, but there's issues with idol worship in the church. There's, you know, there's a lot of corruption all by design. And you have these prosperity churches too, these mega churches with like Joel Olstein and, or like the guy, uh, Chad Dijic or whatever his name is, who like did the Kardashian wedding. It's like, what about, are... what about Kanye West right now? Oh, you know, Kanye is like, he's poor guys. Um, I mean, he sold his soul. He, by his free will, he did what he did. He's talked about it. How his mom, Donda was his sacrifice. Like it's on record. Um, but I do believe he's been, um, He's been mind programmed very big and messed with, and he's used as a puppet by them. And he breaks his programming sometimes and they throw him back into rehab or whatever they're doing to program him. But he is, you know, what that uh, Donda ceremony or that service he did with Justin Bieber and Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson is a Satanist. Dude, um, it's so obvious. I, yeah. It's driving me crazy. I Someone was insulting me. They called they called me. I forget what word they used to describe me, but they're like, you're always going against the official narrative. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. I can see exactly what's happening by the grace of God, because I pray for wisdom and discernment and truth. Yep. And I and I plead with God, do please, God, I don't want to be deceived. I don't yeah. want to be right. deceived. I was deceived for so long. I don't want to be deceived. Yep. Marilyn Manson is a Satanist. He used to burn yep. books on stage and he does not claim Jesus is Lord. So yeah. who do you think they were praying to? And there was all seeing eye on the um church service that he did at Coachella yeah. and the all seeing eye. He, he does a formation of the eye. He's, He's mocking an occultist. You. He's an occultist. Absolutely. Yes. No, it's it, yeah. And, and you have, it's, it's, it's a Janus programming, I think is what's called an MK ultra where they like they're Christian by day and they're Satanist by night. And even because Candace Cameron, she's one of them too. I mean, Justin Bieber, like this is a deal. We're we're in the world, but we're not supposed to be of this world. Mm-hmm. So who are these big preachers with millions of dollars of homes and these celebrities that claim they're Christians, but they're they're up on pedestals as idols, having people idol worship them, test their fruit. You because what is it? People are gonna come to Jesus and they're gonna be like, Lord. He's gonna be like, I don't know you. They'll be like, Lord, Lord. Be like, but I don't know you. 
I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to know Marilyn Manson. I don't think he's going to know Justin Bieber. I don't think he's going to know Kanye West. The thing be- about Justin Bieber that breaks my heart is that he was a child when he yes. was. Um, so I like I They're look victims. at him. Yeah, they are victims, but some spots. willingly sold their soul. Yes. And yes, I'm not denying the power of God. I'm not denying the power of God when I say this. I'm, I'm looking at what is being presented. And to me, it's very, very obvious. So I just want to talk a little bit of this out because it's very just, it's been yeah. bothering me. So um, then Kanye, he goes on to, to, and starts talking bad about Jews. And now everyone's like, oh my God, he's naming the Jews. And it's like, dude, you're falling right into it. There yeah, was literally exactly. on, on Twitter, like what was trending was the Jews or something like that. So a couple of days later, he names them and he literally just read what was mocking on, or what was trending on Twitter. So he gets blocked off IG. And then does he go to truth, which is, uh, you know, non-censored social media? No, he goes to Twitter because he's trying to um, give Elon Musk some some clout with his whole like, oh, Twitter thing going on. And then he goes on Tucker Carlson, who's like the puppet that they use, who's like has ties to the CIA and every single uh, psyop that they're running on the Republican side. They they put them there. So just like Kyle Rittenhouse was on there, it's the same thing. And there's Kanye with the one on one. And everyone's like, oh, my God, he's so based. He said, I didn't I didn't watch that because I'm not being programmed by his. And I see it clearly. And then he gets uh taken off paypal because of whatever he said so candace owens is you know yep oh my gosh uh (laughs) he got he got taken off paypal well guess what candace owens shills for a company called glorify which is (laughs) trying to normalize social credit scores and the fund the funding comes from peter thiel who literally created paypal with elon musk and (laughs) I could just go on. <laughs> Let me just go no, on. My I, I see. He's it. also he also has contracts with the National Center for the Missing and Exploited Children, which ties back to the Podestas and the Clintons. He yep. works with the three letter agencies. This isn't a good thing, y'all. And the last thing I'm going to say about all this is that Candace Owens and Kanye West and their little White Lives Matter oh, shtick. <laughs> Thanks to them, I now have BLM back on my timeline, which hasn't been there since 2020 during election year when they were when the summer of riots came. So don't be surprised and mark my words if that's what they're all setting us up for. Stop following these obvious plants. I love your righteous anger. I love it. I love seeing you work up like this. Because no, it's it's this is we talk about all the stuff on my not so secret societies podcast that I co-host. They knew we'd follow the stars. They knew we'd idol worship these people. They're playing their roles. I figured it out. This is a CIA headquarters in Hollywood. Every single Hollywood actor, their biggest role they play is not in the movies, folks. It's in real life. When the jab came around, what did these actors do? They all got their little pictures of getting it. You see the role they're playing. They know we idol worship them. Oh, I want to be just like Kim Kardashian. I'm going to, I want to live my, so now I'm going to follow her. You get under their spell. And I fell for this crap. I used to like read the us magazines. I fell for all the traps. I love that. You're like, you pray to God every day to not be deceived because you've been deceived before, you know, it's possible and you don't want it to happen again. I do the same thing. I fell for these stars. I, you know, I, I used to be a concert photographer. I was photograph these people, photograph the red carpets. I love being around them. Shook Bernie Sanders hands. I fell for it all. I fell for all of it. And now I want to call it out because I see it for what it is. And the mind programming here is really deep. 
the Luciferian labyrinth is very intense and they are literally it's 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 chaos magic order out of chaos create the problem and then they have the solution like they're trying to keep everybody distracted with bread bread and circuses or black lives matter versus white lives matter or um uh, red pill versus blue pill democrat versus republican two sides at each other and nobody's even watching that they're rolling out the red carpet for the antichrist this whole time and that we're all being programmed by these shows that we watch these stars that we idolize and they you don't look you don't get famous unless they can control you and they can use you we know that six people own all the media outlets beyond that we have blackrock behind that they're the ones that run twitter um elon musk is a straight up con man too like he he's like a he didn't look into him you guys he just he didn't start tesla he barely did he really didn't even do that much for paypal he's not even that smart of a guy he's probably his mom's a satanist yeah. Look at the symbol. Once you read the symbolism, you can see it. They and show you. They they catch people in that labyrinth because it's layered. So people, the people who are completely asleep, who are still paying attention to Hollywood, I mean, they're literally looking at the satanic symbolism like blatantly. Like, uh, what's her name? I forgot. Kim's sister, Courtney Kardashian, uh-huh. marrying Travis Scott oh, yeah. with like all the yeah. blood stuff, and like that's so obvious that people are blind to it. But the people who are uh, quote unquote awake in the quote unquote great awakening um, they have another layer that they have to go through and so they're like okay well we got to catch those people who think they're getting out yeah. and in comes the uh, alternate media yes. and um, the what I've seen shift in because Hollywood is kind of dead to people in the truth or community it's dead they've been like oh you think you're going to get out of this? Well, check this out. And that's what we're watching right now in the political arena. Uh, They're just the new celebrities. And oh, it's yeah. Very yep. cringe to watch. Yeah. Again, this is the Hegelian dialect where they put two different options out in front of you and you think that you have a choice. And usually they're very different and polarizing, like black versus white or Democrat versus Republican. Or I like the celebrities versus I like the, the truth or people that are out there, the big name people like Candace Owens who are fighting for us. Guess what, folks? They sorry to say it like that. They lead to the same <laughs> outcome. They lead to a predetermined outcome. These people, they are they are so calculated what they're doing. They are working with the fallen angels, these old spirits who have been around forever. They're trying to steal our souls because they know their time is limited. They know Jesus is coming back. We don't know exactly when, but he's gonna come back and he's already won. God comes from a timeless place, and Satan is trying to tap trap us in his metaverse, in his time trap. And you like, that's why it's called meta. They renamed Instagram meta and you can't really see it until you exit the trap. And there's one way out. Jesus Christ. Amen. The, when I met Jesus, I was in the very involved in the Patriot uh, stuff. And uh, I, I still am in a sense because that's where God has me right now. And Uh, I think he uses me because he gives me this wisdom about it and I can see through the deception. So I ask him sometimes, I'm like, God, is this where you still have me? And he's (laughs) like, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) Then he he answers pretty quickly. So I just am obedient to him and I'm happy to help people um, see it. But it's tiring and it sucks because it's like I do have to tell people uncomfortable truths. And it's like I've been doing this now um, for so long that it's like, I'm always on the side 
of like maybe like one of the first to like come around to the reality of the situation. And so the people that I'm sharing the information with, it's kind of like when you were telling people about the reality of the uh, vaccine and they were insulting you and calling you stupid and thought you were conspiracy theorists. Well, now I'm like talking to people on the right and in the Patriot movement and they're yelling at me and calling me stupid and calling me conspiracy theorists. Um, So nothing, not much has changed, just my audience. But (laughs) I used to be very involved in like the election integrity efforts in my county. Um, I realized they were all Flynn ops. Um, And then I call him I call him the lieutenant general of the color revolution because he's truly connected to it all. The doctors that are all anti jab or anti vaccine, I can say it, I guess, on my own podcast are (laughs) all tied into the new age network and tie back to him. And so when um, when this was being revealed to me, I started to see that, you know, not only is the new age uh, obviously Luciferian and had to hold on a bunch of people, it's completely meshed in to the Patriot Truther movement. And yep. they do things that make it very clear that people are being programmed So things that are on your timeline that everyone else is posting about, like Kanye, if there isn't someone out there who's going against the narrative, it's just program, 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 scroll, scroll, scroll. Oh, memes about Kanye and Candace. Oh, white lies. And it's just like program, program, program. Someone has to be that person to go against the narrative or else it's just Satan all over the place. And The new age spirit in the truth or movement exists even when people are claiming Jesus Christ because it's that savior mentality that a lot of people have. And I'm not talking about everyone and I'm and I'm not pointing the finger at anyone because only you can implore that within yourself. I personally had patriotism as an idol and I had to when I was met Jesus Christ, I was still focused on it. And I put Jesus in the front seat and I put the patriotism in the back seat. And then I just threw it out of the car and I just burned it because I was (laughs) like, I don't care. (laughs) And I like, I'm not saying I'm not proud, like of where I live. I love America and I'm very grateful to God that he had me born in America and everything like that. But am I proud to be a part of a country that goes out and kills and murders millions for money and power? And what is there to be proud about that? Like yeah. it's disgusting. They yeah. they steal children uh, under the the veil of three letter agencies and yep. um for money and uh, sacrificing and yep. I mean it's absolutely disgusting. I don't yeah. want to be yoked with that. I want to be set apart. Yeah. I follow Christ and that's all I care about. And so I told you a little bit about that um when I asked you to be on the show and you kind of said that you were getting the same type of revelations. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, um, I, you can just see like all the different, like there's that whole new age, you know, tra- uh, trap and like timeline. And th- there's absolutely this whole uh, pride one, this whole proud, proud boys and all this, like, I mean, God hates pride, right? Like that's like one of the things he hates more than anything. Um, and it's just, it's controlling people. It's, it's, it's actually, have you, there's this word hyperstition, which is a neologism, 
which like is creating a word where like it combines um, superstition and hyper. And so it's basically like, like William Cooper wrote this book, uh, Behold a Pale Horse, talking about like memes and how memes would be used to control people and like create narratives and like a meme war kind of, well, this is hyperstition. This is in the conspiracy community too. This is in the, even in the political arena um, where they put out fear they put out this is going to happen or like the Ingersoll Lockwood stuff that came out and like they're trying desperately to control the narrative because they know people are waking up to things, but they're trying to like feed it and control it. And they're we're creating it by becoming this echo chamber of the conspiracies. And it's like, yes, children are actually trafficked. Like this is a real thing. Sexual abuse is a real thing. Like they're sacrificing these kids. They're doing all this stuff. But like you look, I never was like huge into Q, but I got into a lot of the concepts of Q and it was only because I missed it in my awakening. I would have been big time into Q if I had mm-hmm. been like awake at the time because of the puzzle aspect of it and like a detective thing. But it's like, I see that is I think that that's a controlled, um, it's a controlled thing, like being like kind of like connected with, with the, with Donald Trump and like how the savior complex of these white hats coming in to save everybody. And we don't need to be saved by the government. We need to be saved by Jesus Christ. Like, um, but I, I really think that there's a lot of paranoia in the conspiracy community. And a, like there's mixes where there's even made up conspiracies with the real truths in there because they're desperately trying to control the narrative still because people are waking up to what's going on. But we're like the ones creating this fear and it's it's distraction because if I sit around like it's a rabbit hole. You get in the rabbit hole. Like I fell into it and I was, was like ugly stuff here, ugly stuff here, horrible stuff happening here. Hor- oh, I was awful. Oh my God. I hate this place. They're all Satanists. They're all, it's all not going to have food soon. You're yeah. all going to starve. Oh my God. What am I going to do? The, you, you're, I got to take my but mind hey, off that I, I'm a God. I need to But hey, they the have Bible. a product for you to buy that if you yeah. need to like oh, store yeah. food. So. Chaos magic. <laughs> Just like the Rockefeller medicine. They make you sick and then they give you the pill for the solution. Well, when I was so lost in the rabbit hole and the world was so dark, I didn't have Jesus. I didn't have God. I, you know, I'll get overwhelmed now. What do I do? Girl, I put my Bible on and I listen to the Bible out loud. I put the, if I'm having a horrible day, I put the Psalms on and I listen to King David and what he went through. Or if I need answers and looking for truths, I go to the Bible. What did God have to say about that? It's a way better place to be at than lost in the endless rabbit hole of darkness. And I, I, I see it now that it's it's there by design. Yeah. And I don't think that there's I think that it's just like something, again, that you have to implore within yourself if you are idolizing it, you know, because yeah. I think that there will always be a, a part of me that has a curious aspect to it especially and now for me it's about kind of like figuring out their narratives and how I can deflate it um but as far as as far as Q um one of the wave of attacks on me was when I posted something about uh Linwood and how Linwood said that focus on the original ones on 4chan and like basically insinuating that the other ones were infiltrated and there's like 4,000 of them and the original ones were like 200 maybe. So it was like literally 3,800 of these are, could be infiltrated. And so when I posted it, I didn't even really think that much about it, but it uh, obviously offended a lot of people. And I, I never was, uh, I never read all the drops or anything. I kind of just like followed people who would post about it. Yeah. 
when I saw one that said like, you are the saviors of mankind. (laughs) And I was just like, okay, so as Christians, we better hope, like, if you want to believe that Q is real, we better hope it was infiltrated because this is satanic and blasphemous. Okay. So maybe it was legitimate at one point in time. And then it, you know, whatever it flew off. And I believe it was a Flynn up now because everything is, (laughs) but the, uh, (laughs) you are saviors of mankind. And there was other, Oh, where we go one, we go all, um, I'm not going anywhere with anyone who are unbelievers. I'm not yoking. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Me either. So that, that phrase has, I'm not going anywhere with anyone's stuff. I'm not getting it. You can come with me. I'll walk. I'm good. I'll eat by myself. No, I'm good. I remember people used to say that to me when I, when I was first starting to expose the new age and I was like, what in the world? Like the the coexist stickers. It's like unity (laughs) unity, and like, that's what one world religion is. Yes. Wake up up to that aspect of it because if we are Christians and we are listening to something that says you are the saviors of mankind or where we go on we go all no that's untrue actually some of us are going to heaven some of us are going to hell and um you know it's just obvious to me and I I've been treading lightly on it a little bit because I don't want to uh like when I came out of the new age and I was like a bull in a china shop (laughs) <laughs> I would ask God to send me people who with fertile soil. And so I could, and through my posts, I know a lot of women came out of the new age because I'm still in a Bible study with them to this day. And um, thank God for that. But I would also pray that God wouldn't send me people to be pushed further away from my posts because mm-hmm. um, like we were on the other side and it can happen because you're like, yeah. Oh my gosh, like this is so close minded. This is like, dumb you know because I thought Christians were dumb too yeah. so yeah you just have to be careful with how you have to speak truth in love actually that's what it is like yeah yeah you have to speak truth in love and not to be right yeah you know? yeah and sometimes I probably get like I'll do lives sometimes and I'm really worked up like uh, one morning I like I, d- I did a couple like posts about how you had to basically be mentally ill to believe the new age lies and I was saying that because I, I yeah. was mentally ill and I was believing the new age lies like I believe that mental illness is actually spiritual oppression mm-hmm. upon us like from strongholds I, I really feel like God's revealed a lot to me because a big part of my journey was mental health issues. And I was never delivered from it until I allowed the Holy spirit into my life and gave it to God and allowed him to miraculously heal me like truly like through his, his ways and his ways are not like ours. He doesn't, his thoughts are not like ours, but, and I like, you know, I had those like tweets I put out and people were kind of like, well, what's Shavasana and what's so wrong with yoga, yoga in the comments. And so like, oh, let's do a little live. And so I go on to do my live and I'm kind of like, I'm like, I can get a little snarky sometimes. I'm like, all right, guys, let's talk about yoga. But you know what, girl? I fell for this stuff. And this is about salvation. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to make friends. Of course, I want to be friends with everybody. My sisters in Christ, my brothers in Christ. And and I want, I want to be a kind person. But I would way rather like say what might sound unpopular to people. Like if it's going to help maybe plant a seed yeah. for them to get closer to Jesus and start to see that Amen. light. Um, so I go on there and I say this stuff cause it's funny. Like when I was new age, like, you know, I might've had a couple thousand followers and maybe some people li- like listening to me or whatever, but 
Now, since I've been coming out, just like been like, all right, guys, let's talk about this new age stuff is lies and Jesus is the way. It's like more and more people are coming. And I'm just I was surprised because when I first switched online, I was like, I'm going to lose everybody when I say I'm a Jesus follower and I'm Christian. And the opposites happen. And I don't care about the numbers. Yeah. It's, it's I, I could care less. I sit here at home. I don't live online. Like, I'm just Kara, like here, just I am. I couldn't ask for anything else but salvation. Like, I, I, I'm so blessed for salvation for having Jesus in my life and for everything that the Holy spirit has given me. Like I, there's nothing, you know, I, 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 and, but God's bringing the right people to us. Um, because what is, we're supposed to be ambassadors of Christ. Like Paul, we're supposed to speak boldly. And when your life is saved and you come out of it, like, yeah, I'm going to come out and I'm going to start talking about yoga because it may be really unpopular to hear. Very unpopular to hear. I mean, me calling out psychedelics, that's like probably more unpopular than calling out yoga. And I like love psychedelics. I mean, I even tell people, they're like, they're like, sorry, you had so many bad trips. I'm like, no, that's the thing. I never had a bad trip. I, mean, <laughs> I had hundreds of great trips. I, I this is the hardest thing for me to say that they're mind programming you and that's spirit world. Like I had an identity set on that, but I'm coming out and I'm saying it because I care about everybody. And this, I, girl, I believe this life is about salvation. I believe we have one job in this life and it's to find Jesus. It's John 10, nine to walk through that door. And yeah, guys, I'm going to say something that might trigger you. There is only one way to God and that's through Jesus Christ. And it took me 39 years to figure that out. And I was very, very lost. I'm a lost, lost soul in a fallen world who tried every way to heal myself. Every single day, ayahuasca, therapy, rehab, new age, manifesting on the full moon, um, yoga, um, true thing, rabbit hole, everything. And I got sick and lost and I'm only alive by the grace of God and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. That's it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't heal myself. I couldn't do it. I needed Jesus this whole time. And it was the last place I looked and it was the only place I ever needed to go in this life. And so now I pray for all the non-believers. I pray for my enemies and I speak boldly on behalf of Christ. And there's nothing else I'm going to do with my life. And, you know, we don't know what's in store for us, but God does. And so I give it to God. Now I stay silent. I let him fight my battles. And, you know, I, we go through our trials and tribulations. We go through our seasons, but girl, it's so much easier with God. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how I could so have done it. So much more peaceful. Oh, I've never had this peace. It's true. And then so it's just, you get, I get so convicted when I read the Bible and I read God's word and it means so much to me and it never would have before. I had to be reborn to see it because truly, truly one cannot see the kingdom of heaven unless you're reborn of the spirit and the flesh it happened to me. And I hope it happens to everyone. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm so happy that you came on here and we were able to have this talk because it, it's, it's just so nice to fellowship with someone with such a similar you know path because we've done a lot of the same things and you know I love my church I don't know if there's anyone who came from the new age you know like I, yeah. I tell people my testimony and stuff and I don't even think they know what it is and so um, that's kind of part of why I wanted to uh, volunteer or serve rather in the youth because um, not only is the trans agenda, um, all the, I mean, all of the lies, I mean, the drinking, sex, I mean, our society is basically meant to keep you away from Christ. And 
but also the new age is I really wanted to be able to be in a setting where I could warn them of how deceiving and how harmless it looks. Um, I tried to get into jail ministry because I had been arrested uh, in my youth as well. And uh, that was, I got, I got denied basically or on hold because I have to jump through more hoops, I guess, because of my arrest. I'm like, well, that's why I want to be here. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I love that. But then I think God was kind of telling me like, start here, you know? And so I'm, I put that on the back burner for now, but it's still an aspiration of mine, but I, I want to inform because it's not like, okay, I'm a Christian and new age is over there now. No, it's actually trying to make its way into the body of Christ. And, um, there's elements of it in Christian churches uh, Joel Osteen is a great example of that yeah. because he does manifestation in oh, his services. He says his book is called like I am something. Yes. And he so he does the <laughs> I am whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I had someone who was a Christian in my comment section saying, this is just crazy. Like, what are you even talking? And I was like, well, have you ever been in the new age? Because it's manifestation. And like, he didn't know what I was. He's like, we'll just agree to disagree. And I'm like. You are saying that you are going to go outside God's will and you are willing that. So what did Jesus say when he was praying, saying, do I have to go through this God or like, do I need this cup of suffering? Is there any other way? But for your whatever your will is, that's what Jesus said. So he knew that he would suffer, but he submitted to God's will and he said that, who are my mother and my brothers? These are my mother and my brothers, the one who do God's will. So when Joel Osteen is saying, I am this and I am that, you he's basically trying to subvert God's will to do his will, and that is satanic. Yep. His wife was saying in a in one of the uh footage I saw that I was posting, God would want you to do whatever you want. What? <laughs> no, no. Maybe you are, what God, what God is he talking about? A lowercase G God? Yes. Not and, my father in heaven. Yeah, he's very specific about what he wants. And that's us why to reading do. his word is so important because yes. you know his voice and you can yes. discern his voice. And um so it's it's just very necessary as a baby Christian. It's like what Yeah. You know, and it's intimidating at the at the beginning. But yeah. uh I'm I'm almost all the way through. I'm just in the prophets now. And I I just couldn't put it down. Like Yeah. So yeah. praise God. <laughs> praise the Lord. Amen. And yeah, and Joel Olstein, like anybody that it's like he has Kanye in his services. He's pictures with Oprah. That was it for me. All I needed to see a picture with him with Oprah. We know who Oprah is connected to that John of God guy mm-hmm. who was like having like breeding farms and stuff. Like you just start seeing who they're friends with. That's what you say. And like we, again, my secret society's pod, not secret society's podcast. We talk about all the stuff and it is very unpopular to a lot of people. And some people don't want to see it because they don't want to give their sin up and they don't want to give their idol up. But, you know, the seeds get planted and when they're ready, God will remove the scales from their eyes. And that's another blessing being from the new age is that we don't have idols and pastors. Um, we weren't ever grown up watching Billy Graham. Yep. Um, Billy Graham is an agent of Rome, and I don't know if you guys have done an episode on him um, on your. No, we we haven't, you, but we, we you should. should. That <laughs> yeah. that one ruffles a lot of feathers. He yeah. literally said there was more 
ways to God than Jesus. And ah, he was, no, yeah. that does so, not test my pass my spirit. Test. And he <laughs> is like the the evangelist, like America's evangelist. He's friends with the Clinton. I mean, oh, I cannot, gosh. Yeah, yeah, no, it's so obvious. And but like when I was starting to expose him, I got a lot of pushback on that. And I was just like, thank God I, I didn't have to deprogram myself from religious spirit. oh yeah you no know, it's yeah, like it's, it's hard enough to program from the new age where you're like my truth is this and my truth is like oh gosh wait i was like this is only god's truth yeah it's, it's yeah be it's, tolerant it's, of other people's yes yeah no yeah <laughs> everybody's welcome everybody's welcome here and you Even are and, I'm, and i will love you but that will include and and that's the thing is you don't you have different tools in your shed you know yeah. it's not always speaking the gospel because the pastor that I found he was talking about something else I felt the Holy Spirit through him but he was not mentioned he didn't mention Jesus I was like oh I'm gonna go to that church because I let you know I felt the Holy Spirit I didn't know what it was at the time but I was like I think I'm gonna go to that church but he spoke truth and he with boldness and whatever he was talking about he wasn't sharing the gospel but so there's other tools and just like I talk about other ways to show love, like in a practical way, you know, maybe uh, showing up for your neighbor, your old neighbor and mowing yeah. their lawn yeah. or like, you know, and politics is important in a sense. Like if God is calling you to run for office, yeah, then do it. If God is they could calling- take away our right to read the Bible, they could take away our right to be Christians. You know, this stuff happened in history. So it isn't a friend of mine said this to me recently because I was like, yeah, I'm not going to vote. I don't know. She's like, yeah, but Kara, they could take away like your right to like have your Bible. Like, look, this stuff goes on in the world. Like we do need to take some. The voting is a whole nother uh, thing. But yeah, voting uh, Casting after 20 after 2020. <laughs> I'm pretty oh, sure right, our votes right. our, our votes don't count. Yeah. I don't know who's living yeah. in a fantasy world that that didn't yeah. happen. <laughs> I but know, right? I I remember when that happened. And uh, one thing, um, which I told you about, one of my favorite YouTube people is E Five Eleven Ministries. Um, for Ephesians Five Eleven to expose, uh, not to have anything to do with darkness, but expose them. Yeah, and he's very he has he's been exposing this false light in the Patriot Truther movement for years. And he uh, posted um, one of his videos was talking about like one of the famous pastor, Greg Locke, who was like very big into this, but he was on a new age show, a pastor, and he was calling the new age show like, well, you spread a lot of truth on here. And he was talking about like the big red devil, COVID Mm -hmm. and all of that. And it's like, but he didn't talk about Jesus being the real truth or anything like that. And but one of the things that he said that I was like, holy crap he's right was about the freedom of religion and the whole aspect of that is yeah. that we are fighting essentially and i'm not saying that it's right wrong or indifferent it just really made me think and i appreciate that so he said that the freedom of religion is basically christians trying to fight for the right for others to worship false gods because oh, wow. yeah. christians in history were persecuted for being christians it just happens in history if you like study what the saints had to go through okay so nowhere in the bible does it say make sure you have a freedom for everyone to worship their false gods now you're totally right (laughs) yeah that's a great point no absolutely so i was just like wow like very unpopular opinion but truth biblical truth yeah absolutely 
rock solid. Jesus, rock <laughs> solid. <laughs> so this is the story of how we uh, basically were minions of Satan turned into uh, Jesus freaks. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, you know, God, he will he likes to use the sinners like us to, you know, come out because we can we can relate people. And that's why, like, we, I have so much love and compassion for everybody. I, I really hope I'm not coming across like ju- super judgmental. Like we're oh, laughing at know. ourselves because that yeah. used to be us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not easy for me to say. I thought I was a member of the Galactic Federation. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, like I, you know, like I don't know. Like, and and you just don't know what God has in store for you. And you just gotta have faith and give. And it I to don't God. regret any thing that seemed like a misstep at the time. Yeah, because it was just that step I remember right before the most tumultuous relationship I'd ever been in I was des- like praying out of desperation and I was like I think I was asking for someone so it wasn't like I was like praying out to God I was just like I'm tired of like you know being lonely or whatever and he's like oh you're tired of being lonely but you don't want me so here oh. how's this and then it's like I had like the most horrible relationship ever but I got my daughter out of it and um she was such a blessing and such a big step towards God that I see now because I quit drinking or drink started drinking a lot less and just focused on her. And I remember I used to say that when she was old enough, I would bring her to different types of religion places like (laughs) like one Buddha one and you know like all kinds of let her choose for herself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I just that's another thing I think God for every day is like, thank you for saving me when she was so young. Oh, yeah. So I could just give her a firm foundation in you. And that has been such a blessing for me. So, and for her too, she's lucky to have you as her mom. She really is. And it's, I tell, I tell her, like, look at the sky. Like, it's so beautiful. Do you know who painted that? And she's like, Jesus. Oh, she, it's amazing. This is, this is why Alice Bailey created her 10 point plan to destroy the family unit. She's a big major player in the new age movement. She was a fan of Helena Blavatsky, the lady mm-hmm. who did astrology. Alice Bailey's the one who brought the chakras in. It's tied to Anton Levy, the guy who's founded the church of Satan. It's tied to Alistair Crawley, this occult magician. They, they're all tied together. They want to destroy the family unit mm-hmm. um, because if, if for exactly the r- reasons that you having this relationship with your daughter and being able to teach Jesus to her, and let her know who God is like that is very powerful. Like parents play a very specific role in their children's lives, the mother and the father. And um, yeah, just your, your daughter is lucky to have you and to have that bond and for you to have a godly relationship through Jesus and God, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. Thank the Lord. Well, I'm so happy that you came on today and I thought everything we touched upon, I mean, your testimony is very moving and it's just it's so amazing the work god can do and in such a short time and i feel like he's really making um a move in the new age it's it's, and social media as horrible as it is is we can use it as a tool to spread the gospel and to share our testimonies and um i i asked him so I can get off social media now, right? Like that's what you would want. <laughs> yeah, I've tried that too. <laughs> and he's like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, girl, I've tried that. Too. Can I move into that cave underground? Yet? Yeah, no, I was like, no, I just want to serve you, right? And yeah. it's like, yeah, 
serving mm-hmm. you is spreading the gospel. And this is the way that I can do it right now. And I yep. just, I'm always constantly looking for more ways to serve him and just please him. And it's not because I'm afraid or, I mean, I, I do, I'm the fear of God is the, the beginning, of, beginning wisdom. of wisdom, yep. but, but fear I'm, not <laughs> exactly like I'm, I do it because I love him. Like it's yeah. not. And, and that's just such a, it's an amazing place to be. And I'm just thankful that you came on and we got to laugh at ourselves a little bit and um, just thank you for being here and for sharing yeah. your, sharing thank your you. heart. Thank you for having me on. And I can't wait to have you on the let's be friends podcast for you to share your testimony and for you to share your story. Cause it's a powerful story too. And you're a powerful warrior, like for God, you really are. And I, I love that about you. And I love how we connected and how we're back here now. And this has just been such a beautiful conversation full of the Holy spirit. And I just, I just think this, if I wish I had heard this conversation in 2020, when I was waking up, you know what I mean? Like, this is what we need to do. We need, to, and when we come together, two or more of us are together. God is with us. And we prayed before this podcast and you specifically were saying to, to God, like, have us say what needs to be said to everybody because you know, we're just the feet. You said, we'll be your feet here. And every, I, I just think that this conversation was so powerful. So thank you, Lala, for giving me the the platform to come on here, to share my testimony, share my story, to share God's word. And um, like the woman at the well in the Sumerian well, and you know, she went and she met Jesus and got the water and she went back to the town. And she told everyone we're doing that now. And that's going to help um, shine the light of Jesus so that others can find their way home too. So thank you. It's been my honor to be on here and I, I can't wait to come back on here again and also have you on let's be friends. Yeah. Because we barely touch on the usual suspects, which you just <laughs> mentioned right there. <laughs> yeah. The Alice Bailey, Helena Blavatsky, Anton LaVey. Uh, Albert Pike and yep. uh, what's okay. the, Alistair we, Crowley. We could do it in time. I'll girl anytime yeah, we'll, you want to come back. I, 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 this we'll is have my to jam. come back. And do I know that. all about this stuff. <laughs> I, I I know way too much. Yeah, <laughs> me too. So we'll have to come. That will probably be the next one where we'll come in, yep. dissect some more of the stuff on a case by case because I think some of the lies of like the ascended master. Oh God. And, yeah. Um, I, I I've. <laughs> It's horrible, but um, just let us know where they can come find you on the podcast. Oh, yeah. That you on. So, um, caramosher.com, you can find everything K A R A M O S H E R, but it's the Let's Be Friends podcast. It has a website. I have a membership I just launched where members get bonus episodes and um, backstage videos, and they get to hang out with me online. And also, I have the Not So Secret Size podcast, which we're also launching a membership for. That podcast is is super fun, and we, we talk about we go all over the place but we take everything back to the bible because we're not going to truth without bringing it back to the truth which is god's word and then you can find me on instagram i'm here comes trouble with a little xo at the end and it's here comes trouble because that's the name of my memoir um the story of my second birth which is publishing in november (laughs) awesome thank you thank you love you